0: Welcome back to Spooky with Scramish and Mandy We're your hosts, Scramish and Mandy Today we're going to be talking about scary Furby stories Our first story for today comes from Reddit user BurnsKid I had two Furbies. They were buried in the bottom of the toy box Sleeping in the dead of the night Years after we got them I hear a deep, slow voice groaning Feed me I screamed, ran to my parents' room, woke them both up, had them come into my room to go get the monster. They do go digging around my room when we hear it again. Feed me, it said. More screaming and crying. Finally, my dad pulls out this half-dead Furby from inside the toy box and goes to smash it with a hammer in the garage. I still had nightmares from that one year later. Am I scared of this? I don't think so. Because... I feel as though a Furby is just doing what it's designed to do, it's designed to talk to you. My Furbies never told me to feed them, but you know different colours might do different stuff. I don't know, I just don't think it's that scary, but I understand if you're a little kid you'd probably be a little bit freaked out by that, I don't know, I don't think that's very normal. No, but imagine you're a little five
1: year old and you're asleep and something just starts screaming at you to feed it, you would be terrified. And I think after how much it scared the kid, it makes sense that the dad would destroy it. Our second story is by Reddit user, BrokenPhoenix. My brother had one that he left in the kitchen one night. In my half asleep stupor, all I could see was black kitchen blobs since I didn't want to turn on the light and burn my eyes out. So I get my glass of water and start to head back when I hear something giggle behind me then asked for food i couldn't see anything so i just backed away slowly and then said bye i didn't go in the kitchen the next day until my mom went and figured out what the hell it was turns out i couldn't see it because he took off all the fur parts so it was just a black blob of parts i'm glad i couldn't see it because all there really was was a pair of eyes to see and that would have scared me worse than anything
0: i think the real person to be scared of in this story is honestly your brother nobody takes the fur off of a furby how how do you even do that i don't want to know don't tell me But it's like, also, why leave it in the kitchen? I don't know why you would want to just, like, destroy it like that. I suppose that would probably scare me, but, like, it's not scary once you know what it is. It was just a Furby with no hair. It's just, like, a naked mole rat. (laughs) So be warned, Furbies do not stop if they do not want to stop. They have a mind of their own, and sometimes they just lose it.
1: This particular story is about two little kids who are messing with a Furby one day. It's like the classic trope of the Ouija board. You play with it, thinking it's just a game, but you're really letting in evil spirits from the other side. That's what happens here. The two kids figured out they could change the Furby's personality, depending on what they said to it. At one point, though, they went a little too far and made it evil. When they'd had enough, they tried to change the Furby back to being nice again. Well while we were trying to turn it back, anonymous writes, it did its little evil laugh and turned off my whole surround. TV system. We got so creeped out we ran upstairs and hid from it. When my friend had to leave I told her she could never bring that possessed thing back to my house again. Sounds like a Ouija board would have been safer and a lot more wholesome.
0: Probably would have been. I wouldn't be very scared if my TV turned off because somebody may have gotten the remote or power out or your haunted furbies trying to kill your family. I don't know
1: any of the above. I remember one time when I was really young, like five or six, I walked past the TV in the living room and it suddenly turned off and I screamed. It was so scary. I literally thought our house was haunted. So for that to happen, for there to be a haunted Furby, I would probably literally die. Die! (laughs)
0: Here is an overview of our opinion on Furbies now. Overall I don't think Furbies are something to be scared of just because the majority of them do seem to be normal Furbies that just like talk normal but some of them if these stories are true I think that some of them are a little bit interesting but there could be over dramatization or anything so I wouldn't really believe what you read in a story just because anyone who's had a Furby, most people could probably say their Furbies acted normal. Chances are people are not telling the truth about their Furbies. <laughs> now crossover live to Furby extraordinaire Mandy Fitzgerald Parker. Um, Personally, I think that these stories
1: could be fake. But my question is, why would you invent and make these toys and sell them to children? Like... If they had the capability to like do these things and my Furby like turned evil once and that scared me, so why would you make a Furby and a toy that could turn evil and abuse your kids? Like why would you make that?
0: Here are some of our bloopers throughout recording. I want to burn my eyes out. So I get my glass of water you wanted it you got it yeah so um i
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel you sis
0: an anonymous person has written on yahoo answers (laughs) an anonymous you um on a (laughs) hollow So basically the moral of the story is don't get a Furby for your children if you're a child don't get a Furby and if you do have an old Furby don't stick batteries in it because well I mean you can I guess because apparently they work even without batteries. This has been a PSA from Scramish and Mandy. Thank you for tuning in to Spooky with Scramish and Mandy. We hope to see you again soon. Bye!